You're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with the most visionary humans on this earth in hopes that you'll be able to absorb their wisdom, avoid their failures, and feel less alone on the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. This season, I'll be chatting with creative thinkers, masterful marketers, brick and mortar shop owners, brand builders, and people just like you who have a story to share or a vision that inspires. If I can share one quick secret with you before we get into the episode, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. You know, that spark that nudges us to pursue our full potential in this lifetime. But perhaps somewhere along the line, it got covered up. I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to explore that inner voice and access the brilliance deep down inside of you. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Hey, visionaries. Welcome back to the show. It is October 30th as I'm recording this. So we're coming into November. I have all the feels right now because number one, (laughs) I'm having a baby in December. So I knew that as soon as October came to a close, I'd really be leaning into, oh my gosh, this is the countdown time and things start to feel real. And I really designated November as this month to start slowing down and preparing for baby. And I have not really stopped since finding out I was pregnant around Easter weekend And I've just been running my business and my life as normal. But now that we are coming into the final month and a half, two months, two and a half months, (laughs) I'm not giving away my exact due date. Um, I'm really starting to feel like, holy, holy, (laughs) this is really real. And I thought I would start the Visionary Mama series. This is something that I've just wanting to, I'm creating it because I'm going through something. (laughs) Like I am pregnant, I'm becoming a mom, I'm gonna be running my business as a new mama. Things on my mind have shifted a lot since deciding we wanted to get pregnant, since going through fertility journeys, um, since having a miscarriage, since figuring out how I'm going to take a maternity leave, since I've started planning how I would love for my birth to happen and all the things. Like, of course, I have changed and I am changing. And this goes for all of us, right? We are ever evolving humans. And I think there's part of us that wants to just stay the same and stay locked in our status quo. It's like, okay, I got a job when I was 20. I have my partner. I did the thing. And let's just live every day like it's yesterday. (laughs) But that's just not reality. And I think honoring this evolution is the most beautiful journey and the most beautiful gift that we can give to ourselves. And If you guys have been in the visionary world for a while, you know that I've been on a journey. I've lived in different towns. I moved from London, Ontario to Switzerland to Toronto. Then we moved to a small town called Paris, Ontario. I've been with my husband, but him and I have gone through evolutions. He's worked multiple careers. He started a business. 
Um, he found a new job. He's now working in manufacturing, a career that he never expected to be in. Here I am. I used to practice as a nutritionist. I started a freelance social media agency. Now I do private marketing consulting. Seven years ago, I had a network marketing business. Like, oh, change is good. I hope that me sharing my stories and me showing up like this on the Visionary Life podcast about to talk about pregnancy. Like, tell me that five years ago, six years ago, and I would have been like, you're crazy. I don't even know if I want to have kids. And today I'm really starting to lean into the fact that life is going to change. And I am so excited because change is a constant in my life. And I just can't wait to see where all of this goes. So in this episode, this is technically the first of the Visionary Mama series. Let's hope that there is some structure because I have so much to share that I almost don't know where to begin. So let me first cue this up by saying Visionary Mama, right now it's just me talking to you and you could be somebody who wants to become a mom, somebody who is a mama, somebody who's an entrepreneur who wants to kind of hear how I'm going to balance it. Maybe you are somebody who just is interested in where this journey is going to take me. So no matter why you're here, welcome. I am so fascinated with the journey of motherhood because I don't really know what to expect. And so far in launching Visionary Mama, which is literally just this podcast, I have a little email list, which I will link in the show notes, and there's an Instagram broadcast group that you can join, and I'll just share lots of behind the scenes, lots of personal content if that interests you. I'll link it all in the show notes. But already in starting this community, I have felt so connected and so supported and I am a huge advocate for using social media and tools like the internet for good, but especially in this time where, number one, I have a lot of questions <laughs> and I have so many great, amazing friends who I can ask, but I also find myself scrolling at 9 p.m. at night wanting to share random bits and pieces and then I'll get like 10 or 20 messages back and it's really cool. For example, last week, I shared a little bit about the fact that I've been processing going into motherhood without my own mom and the grief that comes alongside that. And I had the most beautiful voice notes in my DMs, people saying, I get it because I've been through it and here's what helped me and it's not going to be easy, but you're going to be great. And that was really comforting. And then last night, <laughs> I was really starting to think into this whole concept of naming our babies. And Dave and I, we don't know if we're having a boy or a girl. So we're building out two lists of names right now. <laughs> and that's going well. But then there's this whole other layer of complexity, which is picking a middle name and whether you honor your family or not, and then picking a last name. <laughs> like, let's get controversial for a minute here. I had a lot of trouble accepting the fact that 
as a married couple where I did not change my last name officially. Totally okay with assuming the last name, but for many reasons, I decided to keep my last name, which is Rydell. And so (laughs) having a baby, I have so many questions because a lot of my friends have gone through this. A lot of my friends are not married or they did get married and they didn't change their last name. And as women who carry the baby, who end up often being primary caretakers just by nature of, you know, (laughs) the different (laughs) abilities that we have on our body to care for this baby in the early days and sometimes the pay gap. So the partner ends up working because they make more money. Again, these are just stereotypes, but had a lot of trouble just agreeing to the fact. I'm laughing because I feel like I want to hear from you. I want to hear you. Come at me if you think I'm living on another planet, but also let me know if you're supportive of this that we just give our babies the last name of our partner if we personally, the birthing mom, has not changed their last name. So I had just many questions, many hesitations, and I am fully okay with giving our baby my husband's last name. I'm very proud to be part of his family. I'm very, I'm like, I love the fact that we get to honor our families. And that's the whole point, right? It's two families coming together. And now we are creating a new being under both of our last names. But it's more just the conversation around the default. And I kept having to check myself. Like, am I just, so most of you know, I'm just a rebel by nature. I question everything. I... (laughs) I don't want to go into it, but I am a rebel. I say no to a lot of things. I challenge things that are assumed in life. And I learned this from my own mother. (laughs) And um, she never really took things at face value. She would always kind of say, like, do you really need that? Or when we were sick, she'd say, you know what? You're fine. Like, let's just, let's just wait this one out. Or you know, just in little things, she would always say, let's ask ourselves, is there another way? So I get this from my mama and I think she just had a curious approach to life that often came off as rebellious. And so of course I am thinking about baby names and I'm wondering why, why is it assumed that I would be okay with just giving up my own last name? And the question is, I'm not sure, right? I know there's like, you can make up a new last name. You can hyphenate. You can give. I know people who have given their baby the mama's last name. And, you know, generally that's because the father, at least in the situations that I know of, the father did not connect well with his family. He's not super proud or boastful of his own family name. Maybe his parents separated, maybe there was cheating, maybe there was just a little bit of trauma around the last name. And so they go with the mama's last name. And that's not the case in um, like the union of Dave and I. So (laughs) anyways, without further ado, and I could go on about this, I would love to hear your thoughts. And these are the types of conversations that we're going to crack into on The Visionary Mama. And I'm having fun doing it in this longer form, uh, kind of content 
modality of a podcast. I had so many ambitions, you guys, to create like cute, short form Instagram reels and TikToks and to really bring you guys along during this pregnancy. But I truly just don't resonate with short form content. I don't feel inspired to sit down and create reels. But you know what I do feel inspires me is sitting down connecting with you through the podcast. And I know that there is a really cool community of people who listen. So I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the official first episode of The Visionary Mama. Okay, so we're going to cover a lot of things in this series. I mean, this is going to be a series that I host probably for the rest of my life because I guess when you become a mom, it's like... That's the rest of your life, right? (laughs) Ignorant thoughts from a new mom. (laughs) Um, And so in future episodes, I will be covering things like fertility, how our journey was, who I worked with, what books I read, etc. I will be covering my miscarriage story. I actually sat down and recorded an episode about... 12 hours after I miscarried um, because I didn't want to do anything that day. I obviously didn't want to work, but I did sit down and just, did you know that 70% of all online experiences begin with a search engine? That's right. Every day, millions of people log on to search engines like Google to find solutions, answers, and content that meet their search intent. Whether they're searching for a pair of women's jean overalls or a nutritionist that can help them with weight loss, search engines have become an integral part of our daily lives and your business should be showing up on page one. But with so many businesses competing for visibility online, it can be tough to stand out from the crowd. That's why I created Everyday SEO, a simple self-study course on SEO because I know just listening to this can feel overwhelming. You're like, SEO, what does that even mean? How do I enhance my website so that it shows up on Google? I have a very simple four-part framework that's gonna help you to do that. And the reason why I created this course is because I know that so many of you want to stop posting on social media every day. The daily marketing feels overwhelming and you would just love to show up anytime somebody searches for your product or service. For example, when people search for a marketing coach or a Toronto business coach or a digital marketing expert, my website pops up and that's all thanks to SEO. This means that I don't need to be on the social media content creation hamster wheel, which stresses me out and makes me feel like I always have to be on and creating new content. SEO has so much longevity and I cannot wait to share this process with you. So if you're tired of not showing up on Google or being buried on page 933, then it's time to enroll in Everyday SEO. Just head to KelseyRidal.com slash SEO. That's KelseyRidal.com slash SEO. And you can get started right away. Like it was like verbal journaling, I guess. Verbal journaling. Is that a thing? (laughs) I guess that's what I'm doing here. Um, So I'll share that. Uh, It's obviously very hmm, raw, we'll call it. Um, But I think I'll share some additional sentiments on that. I also want to share a first trimester and a second trimester recap. I want to talk about what I'm doing to prepare for mat leave. 
And eventually one day I want to share the birth story, which is so hard to believe. Like I can barely fast forward my mind to think of myself recording a birth story. That'll mean that I'm here with a newborn baby who I don't even know who this is. I don't know the gender. I don't know what they look like. We are so curious and I don't know what their name is going to be and I don't know how our house will look with all the baby stuff and we haven't built the nursery yet so I don't know where they're going to sleep necessarily and what that environment is going to be and so to picture myself recording a birth story I mean I'm going to do it Um, it's so surreal and then navigating life as an entrepreneur and as somebody who wants to stay adventurous, stay curious, stay active, will I be able to do it all? I have a vision of doing it all, but can I actually do it all? (laughs) Some of you are like, you are living a dream life. You're not going to be able to do it all. And some of you are like, get it, girl. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I can't wait to just dive into all of that with you. You know, I thought I would start Before we get into all the subtopics that will come in future weeks, I thought I would first just start by sharing, number one, why we decided to keep the pregnancy close to home and not announce it on the internet for seven months. (laughs) So I, I feel as though... When somebody is an online creator or someone like myself who has built a large enough platform, like, you know, I'm definitely no influencer, I'm no celebrity, (laughs) but I've spent the better part of the last seven years sharing a lot of what I do for work and a lot of my life on things like my email list and on Instagram and on LinkedIn and on the podcast and through my blogs and I host workshops and people have gotten to know me on a level that is like I kind of I don't hold anything back I just want people to know the real me and then a lot of people hire me for consulting or my courses or they come to the one day events and retreats and workshops that I host And so by nature, I am somebody who is okay with sharing because I honestly feel like I have nothing to hide. (laughs) I am who I am. I'm proud of who I am. Um, I love connecting. Like I'm definitely an extroverted introvert or introverted extrovert or whatever you call it. And so I have just freely shared who I am. Um, Whether that was getting married or whether that was starting a business or sharing really raw podcast episodes about my mom dying and how I'm navigating grief or about how I hosted an event and what went well and what didn't. You know, there's not many secrets around here. But in getting pregnant, I don't know what it was. It's almost because I would feel like people just assumed that I would just share it right away. It's like the moment I peed on a stick, people thought that I would just like take the stick and share it on Instagram. But that couldn't have felt further from my desired reality. Like the moment I found out I was pregnant, I just wanted to protect it and hold it and keep it so sacred. And I don't exactly know why, because maybe it is just because every other part of me is very 
visible and very accessible, but I just knew that it wasn't going to be something that I announced to social media right away. That didn't mean I thought I would wait till third trimester to announce it, but um, it felt really good to just share it with, of course, with Dave first. (laughs) And I'll go into so many details about our first pregnancy and how I told Dave and then our second pregnancy, which feels like forever ago. Oh my gosh. And I even have a video (laughs) of me finding out and like crying and wanting to start documenting things just in case I ever felt called to share. Um, but yeah, and then we, I think we kept it secret really from everybody for at least two to three months. And that was not because I wanted to wait to see if it was a viable pregnancy because I had already miscarried. And in my previous pregnancy, I just told everybody right away, if I was like hanging out with you and we were having coffee and you're like, oh, what's new? Like I was going to tell you I'm pregnant right now. But with this one, like the second pregnancy, I just thought, you know, I'm just going to like enjoy this sacred little secret. So I told all my close friends. And then from three months to about seven months, I was really just telling people that I was hanging out with in person. So for me, the intimacy of being able to connect with someone in real time versus to send out a message with an ultrasound photo or to just be like, hey, Sally, haven't talked to you in forever. By the way, I'm pregnant. Like, I didn't want any of that in the digital world. I just wanted it to be intimate. I don't know if anyone's ever felt that way before. And so I did. I also had some hesitations, some questions, and just some overall thoughts around, will this be better if I keep it to myself for my business? For example, I'm launching courses right now. I'm working with clients. I'm doing group programs. I'm selling events. Would there be anyone, and I know this is silly, but it's a legit concern that I had, would there be anyone that, say, decided not to hire me knowing that I was pregnant, even if I fulfilled the contract, even if I gave everything? And so it actually felt better for me to not tell my clients. And it's crazy because I wrapped up with a few clients or am currently still finishing with some clients, and they literally said, like, Kels, I had no idea. Like you were seven months pregnant coaching me via Zoom. All I could see was your head. Your energy is amazing. I had no idea. And that's exactly what I wanted. I did not want any client to preconceive that because I was pregnant, I was going to show up less than for them. In fact, I wanted to show up at my peak capacity. And so I did. And uh, I think I stumped everybody. (laughs) Like here I had this belly that was growing and growing. And for a while it was almost comical because all my close friends, when I would post on Instagram, if it was a full body shot, it would either just be of my back. (laughs) So me looking away from the camera or I would add text like Instagram captions over my stomach. And uh, I would have friends who would say like, yeah, nice placement of the text here or way to use an emoji like right over your belly. Um, It was very sneaky towards, I'd say like towards month five, six and seven, (laughs) but nobody once suspected anything. Um, So 
that was kind of fun. I think there's very few secrets and surprises in life. People say that every time we say, we don't know if we're having a boy or a girl. They say, that's great because there's very few surprises. Um, but I felt like, you know, being able to then announce it to all my clients at seven, seven and a half months, it felt good. And like, I really didn't want to let them down. And I also wanted to make sure that there was a plan moving forward because we have an epic mastermind for female entrepreneurs that I co-host with Emily Elliott. And we wanted to make sure that while I take my maternity leave that the programming is fully covered and how are we going to do that? And how would we deliver even more awesome content even if I was taking some time off. So there was a lot we needed to sort out, right? And so it did feel really good to keep it hush, I would say. Um, you know, going back to finding out I was pregnant too, like nothing can prepare you for the joy and excitement of seeing a positive pregnancy test, especially after you go through any fertility challenges or miscarriage. And I will definitely do a full recap of first trimester, second trimester, and third trimester, but just in general as kind of a, just like a high level overview, I guess, of how pregnancy has been, I honestly can say that I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having so much fun. Um, you know, I really was able to live through my summer feeling awesome. So... Besides some things like your body changing and that really affecting your body image and what clothes you can wear and some fatigue that creeps in, like some weeks you're freaking exhausted and then other weeks you are so energetic. First trimester, I was like eating so much fruit and I couldn't stop eating fruit. And I didn't know, like, is this a normal craving? Like, there's just so many unknowns. And I've been baking so much more, cooking so much more, slowing down and, like, nourishing my body. So there's been these really cool changes. And I have truly enjoyed observing what's going on and really trying to lean into the person that I'm becoming and what this chapter is teaching me. And much as I'm excited for baby to be here. I'm also really pulling myself back to the present of like, these could be the final weeks with my husband and I where it's just us. And that's such a cool feeling. And so I felt like first trimester went by slow. Second trimester went by pretty fast. Third trimester has been this beautiful mix, but I know it's also going by quite fast. And I, yeah, I just, I'm really excited, but also in the present and wanting to live in the now and I have a busy November coming up. So I know I need to keep my head down and prepare as best I can. Honestly, I had so many ideas. I was like, okay, when I get pregnant, I'll have nine months to put my business on autopilot and I'll really figure out all my passive revenue streams Let's just say that, like, it's not that easy, right? Like, I have so much going in my business that will keep me afloat. I don't have um, employment insurance. I have never paid into EI. So I don't actually get any funds like a lot of Canadians do when they go on maternity leave. But I also have this ability to 
keep my business alive, keep it thriving, and to earn as much as I want while I'm on maternity leave. So um, yes, did I have these big ambitions that my business would become the most well-oiled machine the day I found out I was pregnant? I sure did. But I'm also looking at what I've built over the course of pregnancy and like, I don't know if there's a different energy that you channel. Like I, I launched two, three, four, five. I went through like six launches this year. We launched Insta sales back in the spring. We launched your 2023 leap back in June. And then again in September, I launched um, Everyday SEO back in July. Online course complete. We launched that in September and October. We launched the mastermind in May. And I, I think back and I'm like, oh my God, I did all of that pregnant. Like there must be something that vibrates really I'm, I've always been a driven person, but I'm just, I'm so proud that like this baby has given me life force and as hard as it's been and as uncomfortable as some of the days are and, um, you know, as, as sad as this journey has been in having a miscarriage and like having this tiny little baby, I don't know, what do you call it? An embryo pop out and then having to bury it in the backyard, like. I just want to say that women and just human beings in general are powerful and we can channel energy into our work and things like grief, for example, you know, I was just doing a meditation earlier because I sat down and I wrote out some goals for 2024 and part of the goals were to like rank your different life categories. And I realized that like for me, spiritual ranks really low, just having that daily connection, having rituals and tools in my life that connect me to spirit, connect me to higher power, connect me to the universe, like that hasn't been there consistently. And it has been in the past, like I have had regular meditation, I actually started meditating about a year ago today. And, but anyways, when I ranked my goal here, spiritual was low. And so I am trying to bring back meditation into my daily routine. And I was just um, doing my meditation and I got so overwhelmed with emotion. Um, maybe it's pregnancy hormones. Maybe it's just the fact that like, there's a lot bubbling up right now. There's a lot going on in the world right now. So to feel like you can just show up and work eight hours and not feel anything personally and to just numb out to what's going on or what you're feeling or what's coming surface level to you or the changes that are happening in front of you. Like that's so unrealistic, right? Um, so right now I'm really leaning into improving a couple areas of my life. One of those being spiritual. And I don't know where I was going with that thought, but it feels good. Like I'm using this, this energy and this observation that I'm not doing well in one area of my life and I'm looking to improve it. And this is what I do with clients. Oftentimes it's like, where are you struggling in your marketing? Are you only on Instagram and you're completely neglecting a long-term search engine optimization strategy? Because in that case, let's fix it. Are you only um, creating content, but you're not actually moving people down your funnel and staying connected with them and 
staying in touch with leads and making them offers because that's great that you're building an audience, but if you're not converting, we need to fix that. So I think going through this life audit, going through a marketing audit, whatever you need, and just checking in and saying, is there any incremental improvement that I can make? That can be so, so, so powerful. All right. <laughs> this is rambly. It was rambly, rambly, rambly. I'm sorry if you are listening and like, where is she going with this episode? But I just wanted to queue up the Visionary Mama series. Um, I felt really inspired to sit down and have this long form conversation because I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself, like, okay, I got to create an Instagram reel about first trimester. It just doesn't feel right, though. So we're going to do the long form. You'll hear from me here. You can hear from me on my email list, and I'll also be on the Instagram broadcast channel. So we shall wrap it up for now. I hope you guys are closing out your October on a high note. I am so grateful um, that you tune into Visionary Life and are part of this incredible journey uh, that we're all on. And I also just wanted to share that if you are a female entrepreneur and you are interested in joining a mastermind, so this would be a group that meets up every single Wednesday, we have incredible programming coming up. We have a training on three places that you can increase your profit in your business. That's happening November 1st. On November 8th, we have a mindset training where we're talking about the traits of leaders. On November 15th, we are talking about your 2024 strategic growth plan. On the 29th, we're talking about lead generation. If you're listening to this going, okay, so I don't have a lot of female entrepreneur friends. I find myself uninspired some days. I could use a little bit of guidance as I go into the new year. Send me a DM or email me hello at Kelsey Rydell with the word mastermind and I might have a little invite for you, especially uh, if you want to come check out a training and just see what a mastermind is all about. You might have heard the word, but you're not convinced yet that connecting with people and networking is part of growing a successful business, but tip it is <laughs> anything good that's ever happened to me in business has happened out of a mastermind um but yeah send me a message and we could chat about getting you into a free session all right you guys that's it for today's podcast thanks for tuning in and we'll be back next week with an interview and in the meantime i hope you have a visionary day Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis, so it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show on either iTunes or Spotify. It just takes a second. And if you don't want to rate the show, you could also just take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your social media platform of choice, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode.